Alright, so this is uh, the ninth episode of Road to Serfdom's Stream of Consciousness, and uh, I'm basically going to talk a little bit here about how to sort of wake people up to what's going on, and this is basically, we, we started to talk on Twitter a little bit about um, the, the quote from Orwell, I can't remember exactly what the quote was, but he was suggesting that the way people tend to stay sane when the world gets crazy is they just simply ignore it. And this is actually a perfectly reasonable uh, tactic. And um, the, the positive side of this is that they're still reachable. They've managed to stay sane by simply avoiding any knowledge about what's actually happening. And they, for, you know, even if some stupid explanations make it in one ear and make it out, and they might even repeat them occasionally, they don't really think about it and that means that um, they're still sane, they're still reachable, they're, and, and we need them to be, obviously. And, and also this makes sense because the world is still operating, you know. People are still going to work, not everybody obviously, but there are people who are still living their lives as if nothing has changed. And that's good because it means they're, they're, they're sane still and they can be reached. And the, the problem is how do we convince them that things are as crazy as we know them to be, having paid attention, and without going bonkers on them and yelling at them and accusing them of, of cooperating or, you know, whatever. The, because I, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. I just assume everybody looks at things and, and digests the information the same way I do, and obviously they don't because there are some pretty high-profile people who I know are intelligent enough to be able to dissect this circumstance and they, they don't appear to be noticing. Uh, some of them are. Um, I, I just apparently uh, Thomas DiLorenzo has recently um, done something talking about the Great Reset and I know a few months ago Jeff Deist was talking about the Great Reset. Now, I was kind of pissed at the time because I was like, well, yeah, man, what the fuck? I mean, this has been going on for a year. Where the hell have you been? And you're supposed to be the economists around here, right? You're supposed to notice these things. How do, how do people not notice that the entire world is transformed into a command economy? Planned economy is like the, the absolute red flashing light for economists to say, wait a second, this is madness. This is crazy. And, and it actually makes much more sense that they've, for whatever reason, managed to not accept that that's the case. And presumably that's because they're in their bubble. And this is another thing that's kind of pissed me off about, uh, you know, the, the Tom Woodses and Robert uh, Murphys. And, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm picking on you guys by name because you should know better. And it's time. We, we need you to start helping. And, and like any good artist you've been playing to your audience and your audience has been happy to hear taxation is theft uh, you know but that's that's really not enough that's that's not <clears throat> if that was going to work that would have worked already but at this point we we just have to sort of be mature and talk about the realistic threats that face us and and not just keep rehashing stuff that's really just not not the most important thing that we should be focusing on. So I was kind of annoyed that 
people weren't noticing and I came to the conclusion that it's because they're in their bubble. They, these are the people that don't follow people back on Twitter. And, and believe me, I understand my Twitter feed now that I'm, I'm up to like 20,000 is pretty crazy and I can't really pay attention to it all, but I try. And because of this, I'm able to actually get a good sense, at least from Twitter, what's going on. And if I didn't have that, I, I wouldn't. And, and you guys don't have that. Like, you know, how can the hell, how the hell can you know what the hell's going on if you follow 300 people and none of them follow anybody either? So you're all just sitting in a room for the last five years or whatever it is talking about what you think things ought to be. This is completely detached from what the world really is. This is, this is, I think, the explanation. And it's a much better explanation than you guys are bought by the global totalitarian corporativist state. Because that was something that occurred to me, too. Like, you know, wait a second. How can you possibly not know what the hell is going on? How can you just be discovering Klaus von Auschwitz and the, the Great Reset? I mean, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. Longer than I've been talking about it. For sure, but it's not like you guys listen to me. Uh, but I, you know, I consider myself a rational person, and I went full on with what many of you call conspiracy theories, but are now obviously just simply the truth. So, no hard feelings. Let's set aside the conspiracy theory nonsense. Um, it's just not, you know, as we all know, that term was invented by the government to, you know to soil the reputations of people who question the government. So why, why would you use that term in the first place? So <clears throat> obviously we have a lot of work to do. And, and frankly, I would consider some of these people that I'm talking about here to be in this group that, that we're talking about where they're, they're sane people because they haven't been paying attention. And we have to figure out how to wake them up without being snide and crass and rude and mean and, and laugh at them. And we might, granted, we've tried all of these things because we've been trying to wake them up from a distance, shouting over the, the fence of their yard. And you know what I mean? But now we've got to sit them down. And I don't mean them specifically. I just mean that we need to start waking up the people who are sort of rolling their eyes when we say things are as bad as they are. Because those people, the people that roll their eyes, as opposed to get mad and and call you a racist or something. Uh, the people that roll their eyes are the people who are savable because they're the people who simply have been ignoring it all. So calm, patient, persistent, but patient, repetition of basic facts, things like this 2 plus 2 equals 4 movement license tweet, I think are going to go a long way to waking people up to at least just how crazy the crazies are. Because, you know, you show them that tweet and there isn't really anything in it to argue with. Um, you know what I mean? Like, they even if, if, if they roll their eyes at the tweet, they're going to be complaining about gene therapy because they've been, they've heard on, on Oprah or whatever, I'm not saying these people listen to Oprah, but they've heard from the popular culture that, that the vaccine, quote-unquote, is, is not a gene therapy. Well, of course it is. And I don't expect everyone to be, uh, you know, fully knowledgeable about the field of gene therapy, but it's pretty simple to sit somebody down and explain how it is gene therapy and what it actually is and how it works. And once you do that, then, you know, hopefully the light is going to start to come on and they're going to say, well, wait a second, how, I don't understand. 
how could people have been repeating for one year, you know, a outright lie that this is a vaccine at all? Because it doesn't do any of the things that vaccines do. It doesn't convey immunity. It doesn't have any segments or significant portions of the pathogen in it. And in fact, what we're discovering now is the only thing it really has is this biosynthetic protein, which may very well be a bioweapon. So when the more you get into actually analyzing the science about what has happened, the, the more scary it is. So without starting conversation in the science, because they're probably not well-versed enough to really be able to, to ter- determine that you're being honest or, or accurate in your relaying of information, in fact... It's difficult to be accurate. So even for me, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I start explaining these things to people, and even I have to say, well, wait a second. Uh, maybe it's not exactly like that, but and this is a reason why I generally do these things with from a, from a, a reasoned approach, from a deductive reasoning approach, and a more general goals-based thing. We're, we're trying to assess what the purpose of all of this is, what the end goal is, and those things are uh, confirmable. You can you can show somebody the lockstep document and who wrote it and what it says and what has happened. You can show them the Agenda 21 information and show them that that's actually the official thing. And you can cite the quotes from all these world leaders saying exactly this, repeating exactly these phrases and 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 what those phrases actually mean in practicality. And if we're talking about doing this with, you know, the, the Tom Woodses, the Jeff Dice's, the Robert Murphy's, they're smart enough to know the economics. And so they'll start to make the connection. It's just, I don't know what it's going to take for them to actually make the connection. Maybe they've already made it. Maybe, maybe, I'm, uh, maybe I don't have to really be such a pain in the ass about this anymore. Um, and if that's the case, then uh, fantastic. Uh, so, so we, we need to get them to start doing this to their taxation as theft crowd, because people need to wake up. We need to understand this is not simply about trying to make government less harmful. Government is trying to murder us, and it's important that you understand this. Um, that's not hyperbole, and <clears throat> you can't start the conversation with that, I suppose. But um, obviously. At some point in the conversation, that has to be said because the reason I've been trying to, you know, give everybody the background information on Malthusianism and and the technical side, uh, which is the goals-based science of cybernetic social engineering, is because this has been a long-pursued goal, and the goal is to minimize the population. The goal is literally to depopulate the planet, and and the reason I've been focusing on corporativism as the ideology behind all this is because that's really what it is. Both in practice, where you know people will talk about the corporate state and and still not recognize corporativism. I don't. I, this I don't understand because you, if you know enough to know that there's a corporate state, you should know enough that there's corporativism. And before it is openly admitted to be such by the government and claimed as a legitimate ideology. It is surreptitiously the way everything works. These these economic planning policies are are conceived of 
by the state and corporations are directed to enact them. And the corporations are granted virtual or actual monopolies in their economic sectors, quote unquote, and they then manage the lives and thoughts, uh, you know, of the people who they control. And if they get caught doing something that is obviously a state-mandated policy, um, then the government can step in and say, ah, oh, see, we caught you doing something bad, you private actors. Why are you doing that terrible thing? And the reason the corporation, heads of the corporation don't say, well, wait a second, you told us to do that, is because it's corporativism. This is all, they are the department of Twitter. This is not, you know, you will never find the head of the U.S. Postal Service saying, well, Senator, you told me I could rape that little girl. You know what I mean? Like, this is all an understanding between them. They're, they're, these aren't surprises. They're, and, and they're willing to fall on their sword for the big picture, which is apparently the, the deaths of billions of people. That's the goal. Um, total control over human life all over the planet and the elimination of the useless eaters. This is... This is an ideology. It is a government form. It is all well documented. These are not conspiracy theories or anything. It's all very, very well documented. As, as uh, James Corbett would say, this is an open conspiracy. And if anybody hasn't you know, looked into James Corbett, he's a great place to start because he's a good, rational, calm. I mean, he's, he's less calm nowadays than he has been before because he's like me. He's like, come on, guys, this is not funny. You know, we, we can't pretend that this isn't really happening, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to maintain my composure here, but, uh, you know, it's getting it's getting to that point where, where, you know, we really can't afford to allow anybody to pretend this isn't happening anymore. It's now past that point. So, again, the, the, the approach that we talked about on Twitter is to maintain a calm, rational you know, somewhat confrontational, but, but intellectually confrontational approach. Not simply accept the rolling of the eyes as a dismissal and throwing your hands up and walking out and saying they're, they're lost too. The fact that they're rolling their eyes means that they, they're not paying attention. Because the people who are really crazy don't roll their eyes. They, they freak out and, you know, those are the ones that, you know, look like they're about to grab a kitchen knife and stab you. Um, the rolling eyes people aren't doing that. They they just they just don't believe it. So how do you get them to believe it? And I think focusing on something that they know, like economics, but for other people it might be something different than economics. For most people it's probably not economics. Um, you have to find something that they do understand and then cite examples and just carefully, and like I said, relentlessly go through the points until the lights start going on until some somebody that uh, I think it was Portland has fallen recommended which is a very good tactic very good strategy for this I should say is to simply sort of feign ignorance and ask them questions about certain things and as their answers manifest you'll notice that they don't really have good answers and they'll notice that they don't really have good answers and if you don't jump on them immediately and point it out and yell gotcha and laugh at them and call them stupid, they're going to say, you know, I hadn't really thought about this very deeply before, but you're, you know, you, you might be right. Let me think about this for a minute. And, and don't jump down their throat. Give them 
some time. I know we have no time, but they're going to need some time here to digest this information, to to self-reflect and and be a little bit introspective. For the first time, perhaps, in a long time, because if they haven't been paying attention, every, everybody suffers some of the damage, some of the some of the harms that's been happening. So if you're ignoring everything and all you're really seeing is a lowering of your income and a raising of everybody's um, ire, then they're not going to be, you know, I mean, the, the, the stuff is, is infectious. And so they're only going to be suffering from this sort of proximity madness effect uh, without having any kind of understanding about what's happening. So... Figuring out how to get these people, which is the majority of the people, to understand that things are as, as bad as they are is critical in order for mass recall to actually work. And I've kind of been assuming that eventually they would come around by now, and a lot of them aren't. So it's going to take some, some modification of the strategy here. Um, we're going to have to start to, to maybe even use some cybernetic social engineering techniques here to try to to modify our behavior based on the communications we observe between the subjects. So if the subjects are not responding to the to what we want them to respond to, then we have to adjust our inputs. And I, I will I'm gonna do a, a whole episode or, or maybe even a whole show specifically about cybernetic social engineering so that people understand what it is and that it has nothing to do with robots or computers and and the reason why government agencies have the word cyber in them, and you keep hearing this word cyber, is, I think, in, intended to confuse and obfuscate the actual definition of the term, which is, in Greek, the steersman. And so cybernetic social engineering is the steering of social thought and behavior by careful manipulation. And you monitor the communications between the subjects and if they you know, are, are being really resistant to what you're trying to do, you modify your inputs to be a little bit less aggressive. That's kind of the simple explanation of this. And maybe we need to start adopting that sort of a strategy as well. So if, if, they're, if they really are rolling their eyes back into their head and they say, I don't want to hear it anymore, then okay, maybe back off a little bit. But um, certainly don't jump down their throat. Um, let's, let's try to to ease them into this because the realization of what ha- what's happening is as I've said before it's crazy it's it's into the science fiction madness it's it's, it's really unbelievable that it's, that what is happening is actually happening so we have to give them some time to to adapt to the fact that it's really as bad as it really is so uh, I guess that's it I, I just I really want some some high profile people who haven't been paying attention to start paying attention and then and then hopefully they have some experiences and some strategies of their own that I'm not aware of that might be critical for for turning their crowds and certainly the people that follow these people are 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 more apt to listen to them than they are anyone else so I think turning some of the high profile people to reason is step number 1 and uh, and in our own families and friends, the same thing. Pick pick the most intelligent people that you think you can turn, and turn them first. And I guess that's the that's the strategy I'm thinking of at the moment.